Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VR Investing Podcast. A better day in the markets today. We had a strong final hour of trading, a strong smart money hour today with the Dow Jones recouping all of its losses, finishing up 140 points of the day, closing at 27,288, taking back about a third of the losses it saw yesterday. Uh, our winner on the day was what you want to see if you are bullish. We are NASDAQ up 1.7% today, up a big 184 points, uh, just just getting back to just under 11,000, closing at 10,963. SP of 100 also up a, a solid 1% today, closing at 33.15. And finally, the Russ 2000, which has been acting a whole lot better of late. That's what you want to see. Small cap companies make up the Russ 2000. And when they're not doing well, you have to know most mom-and-pop businesses aren't doing well. And so it's good to see the small caps start to act much better than they have been over the last couple of weeks. Russ 2000 closing up eight-tenths of a percent today at 1496. This market's got a lot of – it's got a, what, what we like to call a big wall of worry. Uh, and it's been building. You know, we had, in addition to uh, our election concerns, who's going to win. By the way, the market expects Trump to win. Uh, because this market would be going, in our view, market would be going sharply lower if the market expected Joe Biden to win, primarily because he's got a $4 trillion tax plan and uh, and who knows the kind of socialist programs that he would be able to push through Congress. So again, a lot depends on the House and the Senate, of course. But again, a lot of election fears. Now we are hearing that uh, we won't know who a winner is probably for a week after November 3rd because of mail-in ballots. So, again, big wall of worry concerning the election. We also have ongoing global coronavirus insanity fears, rumors of uh, countries shutting down again. It's uh, Boy, they really seem to care about the case count, even though the death totals are plummeting. Uh, might tell you what's really going on there. Like that power, don't like giving up that power that they've uh, been able to amass uh, with this, uh, these co- these controls they placed on us, but again, it's another big wall of worry, fear, and of course, the latest from yesterday, which really led to yesterday's sell-off, the Supreme Court drama, and the Democrats saying nothing is off the table, clear threats, clear threats, not just to the presidency but to the country that if they don't get their way. Who knows what they might do? We've already seen them burn shit down. We've already seen them uh, ride all across the country. Uh, maim and kill, and, and you know you just don't know what what is this warning from the leading Dems, from Nancy Pelosi, from uh, from Joe Biden, from Chuck Schumer. What uh, what are these threats that uh, that we have to worry about here? So that's that led to the big sell off yesterday, and then we got two more wall of worry fears added this morning. We're now learning that Dems are they're taking their ball and going home. They won't even agree to an interim spending bill, they're saying, which would already been agreed to, to avoid a government shutdown during a pandemic. They're trying to move that off the table. And now they're also, it's becoming really clear, if you listen to or watch Powell and Mnuchin testify before Congress today, that this, this, uh, this economy needs more stimulus. But guess what? There's not going to be another stimulus deal. Again, whatever they, uh, the left can do to hurt Trump, which means obviously hurting the country, they're going to do it, get Trump, do whatever it takes to make sure he doesn't win, the rest of the country be damned. So that's a big wall of worry, all of the things we just covered there. 
And as we told our clients today, markets that refuse to crater on bad news are markets that should not be shorted. This is how a wall of worry move higher takes place. And again, we saw that today. And by the way, we also saw yesterday in the, in the VIX index, uh, the fear index, the VIX uh, closed, what, maybe 6% higher yesterday after being up as much as 15%. Today, it was down 3%. So again, we're not seeing, we're just not seeing signs that this was ever going to be a really sharp sell-off, more like a, a pause, a September pause. Uh, the internals today, this is really our biggest area of concern the internals just aren't acting great. Now, we, we had slight positives today on NYSE and NASDAQ in both up-down volume and advanced decline. Uh, we had slight negatives and new 52-week highs to lows. But on a day like this with these kind of solid gains, again, 1% plus pretty much, you want to see the internals act better. Really didn't happen today. But on the flip side of that argument, we also didn't have really bad internals at when the 12% decline in the NASDAQ was taking place. So, you know, uh, it may just be evening out, but again, we're not seeing signs of anything significant bubbling up underneath the surface. If anything, we think that this, uh, these wall of worry concerns are, are very, very bullish, certainly with the way the market's reacting to it. We also learned uh, that uh, uh, U.S. net wealth, household net wealth, uh, net worth uh, rose seven, a record, 7.63, and in the second quarter, biggest number ever. Largest increase since 1952 percentage-wise. Fantastic news as the U.S. economy continues to roar back, as the U.S. households continue to be resilient uh, to coronavirus insanity. It really has been amazing to watch this process play out. We also found out today great action in housing. Again, leading economic indicator, right? Housing, transportation, materials all hit new highs this month. Housing was soaring again today. We got today new post-coronavirus insanity highs in, in, in leading home builders, Toll Brothers and KB Homes, again, hitting their highest prices uh, since the beginning and the onset of coronavirus insanity. Uh, let's take a look here at our sector watch today of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, eight closed higher in the day, three closed lower, about what you expect to see, I guess. Consumer discretionary up 3%. Uh, communication up 2%, and technology up 1.6%. And finally, for uh, excuse me, our loser on the day was energy, down 1%. Finally, today, our commodity watch. Gold today, pretty quiet, actually. The dollar's been acting stronger. Of course, it's been destroyed most of this year. Getting a bit of a bid, probably simply because it's extreme oversold on all technical and momentum oscillators that we follow. Probably just a dead cap bounce. But uh, the dollar uh, has been stronger. That's impacted uh, dollar-based commodities a bit. Uh, did again today. Gold was slightly lower at 1906. Silver was up 17 cents an ounce at 24.55. Oil was up 26 an ounce, 26 cents a barrel at uh, at 39.80. And finally for the day, uh, Bitcoin is trading down 12 dollars at 10,507. Folks, thanks as always for listening. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.